A reading from Mark 7, 9-13. And Jesus continued, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is Corban, that is, devoted to God, that you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. And you do many things like that. You know, uh, we've been uh, talking about uh, the war that seems to be going on between tradition and faith and belief. And Jesus Mm -hmm. is kind of uh, um, dealing with this head on. And uh, I don't think this is a far away uh, episode in the human story. I think that this carries through cultures, generations, uh, the rise of empires, the fall of empires. But at the end of the day, I, I always go back to this in the, our discussions. Um, to come to the realization of all the things that have been put in front of us in our prosperous times are um, deflect us from what you might call true belief. Uh, we have substitute beliefs. I've talked about this a lot of times. All the things we believe in, we can't actually live without beliefs. Uh, but one of the great mysteries to me is how I've wandered and wandered. I'm lost. I have not found. I'm the... Um, uh, the prodigal son who's gone off and uh, squandered his wealth and comes back. Uh, it, you know, the, the, the human story is, is one of trying to get away from God and yet being drawn back by him. And I think the Jonah story really kind of uh, presents us with uh, a human story, an every man's story, in that God is constantly trying to draw us back, but he also honors our freedom. If, if we choose not to turn back, that's on us, not on him. And it, it just, it's, it's this conflict that goes on. And, and the, the second thing that I, uh, you know, experienced in, in introducing myself to the Bible and then starting reading on an everyday, it was the, what I've talked about before, the everydayness began to break mm-hmm. through the hardened heart and and open me up to possibilities that did not exist before because I had lived in a diminished world, not one that was filled with the promises of God that are as real as anything I've ever known. You know, I think what Jesus is talking about here, well, in his own setting, was the uh, oral tradition, which we call the Mishnah, as opposed to the written law, he knew there were 613 commands in the Old Testament, we call the Old Testament. Those were written, right? He knows because he's part of the Trinity. He inspired those laws, 10 commandments being the summary of them all. But he also walked around, you know, in ancient Israel at his time, and he saw all these rabbis with additions to the written law. It was the oral tradition. They developed this whole thing called the Mishnah. And he was like, no, wait a minute. I didn't write that. He saw these Pharisees and these rabbis enforcing 
their own Mishnah, their own oral traditions. And he uses this word in today's reading, you nullify the word of God by your tradition. Some of their human laws and traditions that they made up were not only harming people, but they were you know, nullifying the actual inspired written word. And, and um, the takeaway for me is, is this, here's where my mind is. Here's what I'm thinking about. As everyone probably knows who's listening to this, we're going to be launching a new worship service in Stanford very soon. We've been working on this for a long time. And as we think about what should go into that service, you know, the architecture already is so different than what we're used to here in Greenwich. There's no white steeple. There's no wooden pews. And you might think like, well, what is church then? If you don't have the white steeple and the wooden pews, well, the white steeple and the wooden pews, I mean, those are only a couple hundred years old <laughs> in the 2000 year old faith. Those aren't, those are, if you think about it, those are made up traditions. They're good. We love them. They bring warmth. They bring nostalgia and all that good stuff. But if we're going to launch into a new town, Stanford, for example, without them, okay. What I'm trying to get at here is I hope we have a faith that only keeps the traditions, the rules, the things established by God himself. And I hope that we don't hold on too tightly to any of our own expectations or traditions that may be good, but maybe not be necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, Nathan, what you're saying, um, I'm thinking about what we kind of our internal dialogue with our own, you know, prayer life, our own faith, you know, what are we adding on to mm -hmm. what the Bible says mm -hmm. about um, being a Christian? Um, what does it mean to be saved? What does it require of me to be saved? Well, we were just talking about for the last few days, Jesus says, here's your gift of eternal life. Just take it, mm -hmm. eat it. Um, and I think oftentimes we make it way more complicated and confusing than it has to be. Yeah. Um, and we add on, well, this is what it looks like to be a Christian. This is what it means to be a Christian. I have to pray five times a day or um, listen to this podcast um, to earn my salvation when, when really the Bible is clear um, that we only, only, uh, get our salvation through, through Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. Yeah. yeah. And that alone.